Hi, I'm Miley Wong. I'm First Vice President, Portfolio Manager at CIBC Wood Gundy and author of Smart Risk, Invest Like the Wealthy to Achieve a Work-Optional Life. I live, work, and raise my family in beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia, and I help my global clients think differently about risks so they, they can live the life they've always wanted. And almost every day, I encounter people who have questions about retirement. And often they have questions about their current situation and are looking for a better way to secure their lifestyle in a risky and uncertain world. They seek me out because they're looking for leadership, credibility, and connection. And they want to retire successfully to live the life they've always wanted. And for more than 15 years, I've been doing what I was born to do, and that is help lead others to achieve financial strength and security. And the challenges that I've overcome in my journey have taught me a lot about resilience. And today, as a result, I help people see past the emotional fog of investing in a way that allows me to take comfort in risk. And my purpose is to help others take smart risks to achieve a deep-rooted state of strength and security. And so I created this video podcast series for you to address important matters about your wealth, proactively starting conversations, and new revolutionary discussions about risk, investment, and retirement living. So if you have a chance, please watch our first podcast episode with Sacha Pradumin, founder and director of research at Cirrus Research in New York, a boutique global investment research firm that is very innovative. Because my goal is to innovate and, and motivate investors like you to embrace action and, and first think differently, then act differently when making financial decisions to achieve your purpose and goals. Because I believe there is a better way and that your wealth matters. In my best-selling book, um, Smart Risk, I created a Smart Risk Investing Roadmap that I want to share with you today. And it helps guide North Americans to uh, move along five important guideposts. So here is the roadmap. And as you can see, this roadmap outlines five important guideposts, and I call them the five P's. Purpose, people, plan, perspective, and positive action. Today, we're going to discuss one of these five guideposts, purpose. It's all about how you envision living your life well into retirement. Where do you plan to live? Perhaps you're dealing with aging parents and thinking about what their retirement situation looks like and feels like for you and your family. So today we'll explore how some retirees are breaking through some common stereotypes of old age homes and finding joy from a positive living environment that is revolutionary in way to live in retirement. So next, I'm very pleased to introduce to you our very special guest that we have here with us today. Her name is Candy Ho, and she's Director of Vice President Marketing and Corporate Relations at Element Lifestyle Retirement, Inc. Candy, would you join us today? Yes. Hi, Miley. Thank you so much for the honor and opportunity to be here with you. Um, it's really great that I feel uh, we have really aligned in values and vision to help people live a better life. And, and that's not just the seniors and retirees, but across all families, because it is really a societal-wide macro issue that we're facing 
Uh, yes, so uh, uh, Element is about revolutionizing the experience and perception of retirement and aging across all of society. And uh, we are a very innovative uh, company in the sense that we are trying to help people completely rethink and shift the mindset about the idea of retirement itself, the definition that people automatically think about retirement as um, uh, when they're not working anymore and then they um, when they work towards retirement all their life, suddenly when they're there and finally reach that freedom, they suddenly feel some lost sense of purpose um, and identity. Uh, but we're trying to help them uh, understand that retirement is a mindset of freedom, not necessarily not working. It's working uh, the, on their terms for mm -hmm. their interest and passion, whether for money or not, but still contributing to, to society, whether it's around their family or the broader community, um, whatever their skills are. And then beyond that is to help them actually enjoy the lifestyle that they have earned and fully deserve. Um, so uh, we're trying to uh, create a completely new living arrangement where no matter what their life's uh, or health status is, uh, they can continue to live with full peace of mind, never worry about their increasing needs, not actually think about uh, uh, them placing any burden on their family or anyone else around them, and also um, having lots of social uh, life around them as well, and in a way that does not isolate them by age or need. So removing the stigma around um, aging and uh, addressing ageism by uh, not providing the support and care services in an environment that is age restricted, but to allow family to live together. And by family, as well as friends, I mean for ages from infancy till the end of life without segregating anybody. So that is a really new model that's not available actually anywhere in the world so far. Oh, so interesting. I mean, there's a number of challenges, I guess, when we you know, talk with clients who are facing retirement. What are some of the key challenges that you come across when talking to retirees who are looking at either selling their home or moving into a different place? What are the challenges that you help address with your company? Well, I think the number one challenge is the perception about moving into a home that is called a retirement home or an old folks home where suddenly oh i guess by moving in here uh, people will think that i i need stuff and i'm 75 plus or whatever uh, it is in their mind they also visualize an environment where they're surrounded by people who are suffering or degenerating they envision people who are for example, needs help even just to be fed or are drooling or are, um, have dementia and are not behaving like normal people. So they're afraid of being in that environment surrounded by that. They're afraid of an institutional setting where it feels more like a hospital than a home. Most importantly, they're afraid of, um, even if they do understand that there are really uh, high quality retirement homes that are about active aging um, and lots of great amenities, they envision um, losing touch with their family and their own existing friends, where they're in a communal environment where they may or may not like the new friends around them um, uh, because uh, by moving into a home that actually is uh, for a special you know, group, 
that is there for the support and uh, aging uh, services, they think that their family is not supposed to live there, which is true, actually. In a lot of retirement homes that have all these activities, the family and the friends are welcome, but only on special occasions. So when I say we're shifting the whole um, model to be a place where your children can live there, your, uh, your grandchildren can live there, this is not the same as any other place where you really, really do move into a communal environment where only those residents are living and actively participating there in a, on a daily basis. So, Kenny, you were talking about some of the uh, the challenges that you know retirees face when thinking about moving into a retirement facility or retirement home, and um, you know maybe you can also talk about some of the fears that people face when they're when they're making the decision. Mm -hmm. uh, so, aside from the fear of uh, a stigmatized environment, there's also the fear of just changing their current living situation, where they're used to certain routines and so on. And then beyond that, there's a lot of it, of course, that is around financial and other planning, um, because I guess uh, in retirement it is that you're no longer perhaps uh, as actively working, maybe not a strong and active income. You don't know how long you're going to be uh, healthy for, how long you're actually going to live for in retirement. Because so now uh, retirement can be when you're 40, it can be when you're 80. And then you can also be uh, healthy until a lot of people now truly are into 100 years old and probably continuing to move up because of, you know, uh, improved uh, medicine and all of that. So people just have this uh, fear of uncertainty, um, how they're going to sustain this high quality of life. They also have a perception of, well, if I'm going to have uh, such a serviced and high quality environment and I'm going to be served by people, that's so expensive, it's so extravagant, am I worth it? Am I spending my next generation's money? Will my next generation be, you know, resentful of me spending what I've earned to pass on to them? But all of that, those are self-limiting assumptions and fears that mm -hmm. when they engage so many professionals out there, such as Miley yourself, um, there's there's so much that can be done, um, that there's so much more that is possible if you will actually sit down with discipline to plan with a trusted advisor that works with your values, your real values, what matters to you and your family and your next generations, and what does the quality of life mean? It means something different to, to different people. Um, so some people would uh, think about, oh, if I move into a retirement residence and pay the monthly fee, what happens when I go travel? I still want to be traveling the world half the year and uh, things like that. Or they're thinking, oh, it's so much more expensive. There's this monthly fee. It sounds so much. But actually, when they live at home, there's a lot of hidden costs that they're not actually tabulating. They're not analyzing how much is it for me to go get groceries in my house, but above that, there's also the intangible and undefined abstract value of the time and effort that it takes them, and the stress that it places on the family. That when things like grocery shopping or or them trying to put together the family for a big family dinner, it's not possible at home without a lot of effort and energy. And who's going to be doing that? So all of these things are. It's, it's sometimes not a direct comparison, but in fact, even when you do a direct comparison with an actual checklist and you tabulate all the expenses, you'll discover that you know in a retirement home where there's a certain fixed uh, fixed fee, and you look at it, it sounds so big. It's actually not when you then um, 
realize how much is already included in that and how much the same thing costs living at home. So uh, first thing would be the stigma and the mindset and then the other one is the financial and the planning for the family. And it is a family exercise. It's not definitely not just about the seniors and in fact it usually is the adult children who are proactively trying to make it happen because they're the sandwich generation that is trying to uh, uh, juggle a lot of things, a very active career and children that really do need them and depend on them completely uh, dependent on them to bring them to school and extracurricular activities to foster their character development and then there's the parents of course who raise them and they feel an um, indebtedness to go and be very actively supportive but uh, the demands of life make it very hard and so that's why our model when we try to bring the family together if they so choose to live together then the adult generation can be in that space without paying a separate visit to, to uh, their parents and then also on the way going to do all their errands for them, going to the family home and then having to take care of their light bulbs and their <laughs> all this random stuff like that instead of being present as a family. So we're trying to so that's it's really interesting because you know we've talked about how there's all these preconceptions and fears and challenges. Mm -hmm. But once oftentimes people know about their options and mm -hmm. see that there are a lot of benefits to that quality of life you talk about, um, not just um, you know, physical. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, also financial, emotional. You know, relieving the burden on family members. Uh, there's a lot of, um, I guess, you know, merits to considering these options that are out there, and that your model really helps to create a, an uplifting and inspiring way to live, as yes. opposed to the old way of people thinking about retirement homes. That's right. In our, in our homes, it's not even just like the unit where the family truly can stay together and live together. It's also all of the program that we put in place is designed to bring them together for more active, meaningful bonding experiences where the grandparents that, uh, actually have a chance to pass on their stories and their wisdom, their values, their skills in a facilitated way that at home you cannot actually do because even if you do have grandchildren coming, um, they're actively running off uh, doing their thing and you enjoy their, their life and their vibrancy but you don't get to sit down with them and share on a, a deeper level. So we so have... Act mm -hmm. So you're talking about families actually being able to live close together in these types of uh, units and as, as opposed to isolation, right? Exactly. So um, we have at Opal by Element, which is um, on King Edward at Canby, uh, all of the families who have purchased, uh, so we have uh, condominiums who have purchased, townhouse also, and then rentals and then licensed care, all in the same residence. Um, mm -hmm. And the families that have purchased have been two, two generations making purchases either into the same unit, a large unit, um, or separate units so that they maintain their independence, but they actually come home to the same community where they're actively engaged in family yoga, family dance, and ping pong, uh, and can have private function rooms that are bigger and better than a family home. So you can have 12-person family dinners and 24 fan, friends and family celebrations where you're being served, you don't need to worry about the cooking and the cleaning up, and then also it's not dining space where the children have to sit around the table being quiet and still not being children because what you want to see in your grandchildren is that they're having fun and enjoying themselves. That's your legacy. You want them happy. So we provide a, a, an enclosed environment that is soundproof. You don't need to worry about your impact 
So that's the part where people think, oh, communal environments, I have to behave in a certain way, I can't violate other space, I can't be loud, we can't be the way we want to be. But we're trying to design every space, program every space in a way that considers the dynamics and how people actually engage. Um, and then we have things like cooking together across the generations that you don't do at home either because of the amount of effort it takes. Yeah. So, so Candy, can you share an example, perhaps, you know, of a family or an individual who, you know, was looking for something but wasn't quite sure, or was on the fence? How they reached that aha moment where they realized, yes, I'm ready to make this move. You know, either whether it's sell the family home or transition into a different type of retirement living concept. Well, okay. Illustrate that as an, through an example. Okay, so one example would be um, a lady who is in her mid-50s. Her children are very successful in their early 30s. They live in Ottawa and New York City. Uh, very busy, but a really close family, and her children visit her literally six times a year. And, uh, and then her mom is 86, uh, very active environment. Her dad has had type 1 diabetes for uh, probably you know, most of his life and has managed on, oh, on his own fine, but he's starting to show a little bit of dementia. He's actually looking a little bit uh, so-called spaced out when he's administering for himself his insulin. So this, uh, her, her husband just passed away last year and she was now very proactively thinking ahead. She wants to take care of her parents. She wants her children to not worry about her because now she doesn't have a spouse to take care of her. She's extremely active and healthy and totally successful and engaged in a very uh, uh, successful big business, actually. So uh, when she decided to purchase a unit, two-bedroom unit for herself, a one-bedroom and den for her mom, and she already reserved a care unit for her dad. This mm -hmm. is enabling all the family to stay together. And when she decided to purchase her own unit, it was around Christmas time actually that she uh, went on contract with us. Her daughter was visiting and she deliberately brought her daughter in to tell her she made this uh, choice. And her daughter, of course, uh, uh, you know, knows that there are great retirement homes around, but still she's thinking, mom, it's, you're so young. You're gonna be like surrounded by older people. Are you sure you're ready for this? Do you need this? And then That's the mom fears, right? The mom said, like, look at what Opal is. This is a very beautiful place with all these activities. I have a second bedroom that has an on-street bathroom and a walk-in closet for you guys to actually set up your home with me here and visit as often as you want. And then beyond that, it's I get to take care of your grandparents without having to visit them and buy them the groceries and, and take care of stuff and maintenance around the house because that's all done already. And your grandfather will not worry about his care. I don't need to be the caregiver. And, and then more than that, you guys don't need to worry about me not having somebody to help me if, when I'm busy in my life and business. Uh, that I need to be struggling about errands at home because I don't have that time. But look at this environment; it's it's beautiful, and I'm surrounded by like-minded people who also, you know, are of a similar background, um, also successful in business or profession, and they're uh, same mindset that retirement is not about not working. So it really is, even though it's a communal environment, it, all these environments tend to be people from an area like within a kilometer or two. Uh, purchasing in or renting in, so okay. like your own neighborhood. Yeah, right. Well, that's beautiful. Thank you for that. So, I guess in just wrapping up and in closing, maybe you can share with our viewers and listeners kind of the three most important takeaways to think about um, when approaching that phase or thinking about for even their 
older parents, what are the three most important things to look for and consider when uh, thinking about retirement housing for the, either themselves or for their for their parents? I think number one is to uh, think about the future, a longer term future that it's. Uh, and also realizing to not hold themselves back based on um, certain assumptions that they haven't done um, uh, a lot of uh, looking around, but to, to look for a place that actually is truly aging in place because you don't you don't want to move into a place where ultimately as soon as you actually need real care you have to move again because that is the the biggest the biggest issue is that when you need the care. It's not available. There's very limited care that is high quality environment, high quality staffing. Um, so nonprofit or government funded, definitely not a desirable environment for anybody who's earned a really high quality of life. You don't want to be in that situation. But when you actually defer and defer until you actively need care, it's usually a five to six to eight year wait list even. In my personal experience, my late father-in-law had Parkinson's and Alzheimer's for eight years before that he had a bed and that bed was three hours away from his family. That's not a situation anybody wants but that is the reality because of the limited supply of real care out there let alone quality. Um, so having a place that has the full continuum of that care and then of course the other one is what are the values and the philosophy of this place? Is it a cookie cutter big box kind of corporation where everything is about policy that whatever you ask is I can't do this, I can't do this, this is the rule or is it actually working with the individuals that are the residents and the rest of the family and they can live together or not? Um, that is a really important thing that is so important in their daily life, how they're being treated and honored and respected um, in their choices. Um, and then uh, the other one would be the uh, kind of uh, the living environment and the people around them. Because it is communal, you do want to uh, be sure that the place will uh, be able to work with your cultural values, your family values, your ethnicity preferences, even in terms of dining and activities, interests. Um, so that is, uh, and location, of course, being near yourself. Yeah. No, those are wonderful takeaways. I think, you know, I also hear what you're saying in terms of three keys, you know, points are, you know, Think differently about retirement. It can be a very, you know, uh, exciting and um, values-based, family-oriented time to really live your values in that work-optional lifestyle. Uh, to be proactive and really understand what your options are available to you, as opposed to reactive and having to deal with fewer unlimited choices. Mm -hmm. And three, really envision your purpose and how you want to live. Um, mm -hmm. know where you are uh, and what are the gaps so that you can then start building the uh, sort of the checklist of all the things you really want in your long-term care uh, home. Yes. And um, I'm really excited because this is such a great, um, it's a great uh, retirement concept that you and your company have built and and I think that many retirees will benefit from this so thank you for that and thank you Candy for joining us on our, our, our podcast today. And thank you all of our listeners for joining us today. Uh, this is Candy Ho, Director at Element Lifestyle Retirement Communities, and we're really excited to have you here. Hope to have you back one day. And thank you to our listeners for joining us, and we hope you join us next time.